Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. You're listening to Mile High Report Radio with your hosts, Adam Malnati and Ian St. Clair. Get involved with the Denver Broncos conversation at milehighreport.com. And now it's time to get to work. Adam, is it possible for Pat Shermer and Tom McMahon to rip off their shirts and walk out of the stadium and never come back? God, that would be fantastic. No, it's not. Um, because they're not self-aware enough that they need to leave. Like, they, they don't care. Just like uh, a lot of what's going on in Broncos country with the ownership situation and uh, people not really caring, I feel like that's the same situation. Just cash and checks at this point. Just cash and checks. Uh, and not winning football games. God, this team is terrible. Just terrible. You know who else is not in tune with any of it? Vic Fangio. This is very true. Since he still has not fired either of them. And here's the thing. They're probably good guys, but as football coaches, they're horrible. And I do not understand how Tom McMahon was held over from the Vance Joseph staff. That is something that I will never understand you know i saw an interesting i don't know if it was a tweet or somebody shared it in slack or or what but i saw an interesting note that said that vic fangio and pat Shermer have the same agent now i'm not a conspiracy theorist and you know when somebody starts a sentence like that they're gonna bust out a conspiracy so here it comes there there is a connection between the two of them that goes beyond what's happening in denver and so Hey, 
we have the same agent. Let's work in the same place. I can get you a job. It's good for the agent. It's good for them. Like I get that that is a possibility. And and if I'm not mistaken, and if the tweet was correct, and if the uh, you know or wherever I saw it was correct, it wouldn't surprise me that Vic Fangio would hang on to Pat Shermer. That there would that there would be some loyalty there. Now. I could be completely wrong on that, and maybe he's just being loyal to him because he's a loyal type of person. But in the NFL, in in a business where winning is key, and you have to score points to win, and we have witnessed over the course of the last several weeks that this football team can't score points, someone needs to be held accountable. And we've used this this word accountability over and over again. I read a whole, wrote a whole article on it last week. Nothing has changed. We've been talking about firing Pat Shermer and, and Tom McMahon since, I don't know, forever ago. There's no accountability, and it shows on the football field. And and I, I, I know that this is a game where we can say, well, you know, COVID really ravaged the team. Well, COVID, COVID didn't ravage the team last week when they, you know, lost to the Raiders. Only put up, what, three points? on offense. COVID COVID wasn't ravaging the team all season when they've been averaging less than 17 points a game. So what's the excuse? We get to use now oh this week we get to use COVID and Drew Locke. What about the rest of the season? What about the rest of the time that Pat Shermer has been in town? Because I'm tired of the excuses. I'm tired of saying he needs another year or another year under this, you know, this offense or he could no, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of all of it. Blow it all up. And I was one of those, hey, maybe Vic Fangio, you hang on. Nope. He's got to go. Everybody's got to Everybody's got to get out because it's ruining my Sundays. And I have, I, I am tired of getting to this point in the season and looking at the last game of the season and thinking to myself, oh, thank God I don't have to watch the Broncos anymore after next Sunday because this sucks. It just sucks. And the main person responsible for it is Joe Ellis. And until he is gone, this is not going to change. He's been cashing checks. He's got the golden ticket. He's just looking for his way out. And the sale of the Broncos cannot come soon enough because he has been responsible for this from the beginning. I don't want to hear any crap about what's going on off the field. That should be a given with what Pat Bowen instilled in this franchise, where you do it not only on the field, you do it off. That should be a given. It doesn't excuse the horribleness that this franchise has become with Joe Ellis at the top and this goddamn trust. How they have been able to withstand this for so long and how Roger Goodell and the NFL have allowed it to go on so long is why we are in this situation. I don't care about the result on Sunday. That was expected. I don't care about COVID. Drew Locke is not going to be the quarterback of the Broncos, no matter how much some people want to clutch their pearls and not live in reality. And they want to live with ifs and buts. Well, if they were candy and nuts, we'd all be rich. But that's not reality. Until Joe Ellis is gone, this is not going to change. And the sale of the Broncos is going to be what finally turns this franchise around. And the fact that Peyton Manning will hopefully be involved should give people hope that this horribleness is about to end. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, it, it's worth noting that perhaps, perhaps, 
there is a silver lining to everything. And, uh, you know, I know that the, the, you know, the draft Knicks are out there now officially in force looking at the numbers, uh, and figuring out where the Broncos could draft and who would be available. And I'm now looking for my, uh, my linebacker crush of the year. Cause that's how I do things during draft. I find a linebacker. I fixate on him. He currently plays for the university of Georgia. He was all over the field against Michigan. So there you go. Okay. I don't know his name. You have to tell me his name when you figure it out. You don't have to do it now. I'm not worried about it. I still, you know, I still, I still remember the days of my Roquan Smith romance. Uh, and I, and those are the kinds of things that I, I was in on Michael Parsons as well. Although the, the off the field stuff, scared me a little here here's what i will say and, and we do have to talk about this game a little bit because that's kind of what we do you got a name before you get to that his name is nicobe dean i love a good name nicobe dean i'm gonna write that down how do you spell that in a-k-o-b-e dean nice i wrote it down i don't want to forget i don't and i probably will be reminded of this person many times one of the things we have to discuss with this game and and what we saw is that with the issues on the field as far as missing players and whatnot, it wasn't as if the players had given up. I, I, I don't want it to, to seem like when we go into these rants about these games and the fact that this team is, is hot garbage on offense, it, it doesn't look like they're giving up most of the time. But there is a, a play that stands out in my mind, and I don't know if it was scheme or if it was just players not really being – in tune with one another because of the issues of COVID. But Javante Williams ran the football on, to the left. One of the few times that they ran to the left, even after, as I, re- I recall, Joe Rolls tweeting out about how the the Chargers are bad <laughs> when you run to the left. But we're not going to do that very often. And when they did, there were like three or four tight ends that were blocking instead of actual offensive linemen. And they were all just standing there. I, was, I tweeted about it. Just standing, watching, hoping that Javante Williams would do Javante Williams things. And I, I wanted him to as well. But, I mean, four chargers go and tackle him. And it's like, yeah, that's that's what's supposed to happen. They they didn't give up. But they they just they weren't good. And and I, I'm at the point now where I, I just feel bad for him. It's like you see, you know, you see like a puppy with a missing leg or maybe an, a missing eye. And you're like, oh, poor thing. That's what this looks like to me. It looks like a like an injured animal that I, I want to help. Like I feel bad. But I don't know how to help because I'm not a veterinarian. And so, you know, I, I'm not going to be able to help this animal. And so I just go, oh, poor animal. It's an ASPCA commercial. I hear Sarah McLaughlin singing in the arms of an angel in the background. And we're all going to cry a little bit. My dog will bark at the TV because he barks at those commercials because he's a jerk, apparently. And the, the image that I have is old yeller. And I just want somebody to take the dog out back and shoot oh it so that we can God. be put out of our misery. I can't believe you just... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll compose. Old Yeller. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, I just Someone you know, needs to do us listen, all a favor Drew, and take Drew Locke the dog kinda, out behind the shed. If there's a dog that Drew Locke reminds me of, it's a, it's, a, <laughs> it's a dopey yellow lab. And I know that Old Yeller is a, is a golden retriever. Like, I know the story. But <laughs> and wow. the, the, play, the play that epitomizes the 2021 Denver Broncos, and I thought it was that, like, 20-play 
uh, 11-minute drive against Kansas City that resulted no in nothing. No points. But the play that I think will define Vic Fangio and Pat Shermer is that, like, the the Philly special, only it was the Philly special after you've eaten a Philly cheesesteak and you can't get to the toilet in time. So it's the Philly special in your underwear. And it's just like, what the hell was that? You've been listening to Mile High Report Radio. Get involved in the discussion at milehighreport.com. And as always, go Broncos.